the Connection Challenge. We're starting the month of August here, 2022, and our our focus for this month is connection. And so we've been doing this Abundant Life Blueprint for a few years now. And we're just thinking back, you know, when we started this this whole this whole thing, God kind of changed the whole course of my life. I started with the challenge to read one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day. You guys have heard me tell the story. Just reading one chapter from the book of Proverbs every day. And one day I just get this uh, message from God. You know, a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And that verse inspired me to start creating manuals and lessons and teaching for all the different areas of life. And just began to document just began to seek after God and began to document the things that he was teaching me, the things that he was training me in. And it turned into the series of books and courses that we have now that we call the Abundant Life Blueprint. And in one of the books, the toward the end of the, the books take you through uh, developing a miracle year plan. And then they walk you through the next year of walking out that plan. And toward the very end of that year, we go through what we call the the community blueprint, which is in the book, The Pockets of Prosperity, the book or the course, The Pockets of Prosperity. And in each of the blueprints, we've got a blueprint for finances and health and uh, family, you know, all the different areas of life. The final one that we talk about is community. And every area has what we call a table turner. The table turner is what I call the most important thing. It's the one thing that you really got to get right. And it's usually something very simple that's not that hard to do. It doesn't take that long to do. It's not that hard to do. But it turns the tables. It puts you back in control. And just a couple of weeks ago, my wife and I were talking. I've been praying about uh, the Abundant Life Blueprint, what we're doing with you guys here with the with the partners, and just praying and seeking God. What's what are we really doing here? What's what's the vision? What's the direction? What's the most important thing to you? And I felt like the answer I got from God was the most important thing to Him is that we build a thriving community a community of people who are aligned together, doing this together. And so I felt like he was wanting us to really focus on aligning together and having some things that we're working on at the same time, working together, which kind of brought in the idea of these monthly challenges. And my wife and I were kind of making a list of, uh, you know, what would be some ideas of things that we could focus on for different months. And we started making a list. And the one that she pointed out was connection. And I said, you know what, that's actually... In the area of community, in the community blueprint, connection is the table turner. Connection is the one most important thing. We want to build a thriving community. The number one most important thing is connection. And so that's kind of where, kind of the backstory, why we're doing this challenge here today. But I started thinking about connection. You know, you think about connection. What are some of the benefits of connection? So in, in you know, in the world of getting jobs or getting breakthroughs it's often not what you know but who you know you know most people most jobs that people get come from somebody that you know not necessarily applying and doing the things like that a lot of them come from who you know a lot of doors of op- opportunity could be in your purpose it could be financially all kinds of doors of opportunity can just open through connections in your network and if you look at the study on health study of health you'll see that connection with the people around you plays a big role in health it's a big part of the community, but it's also a big part of our individual health. If you're connected to the right people, that can save you a whole lot of time, a whole lot of struggle. And it helps us build community. I think of the body of Christ. 
working together, all aligned together, working together in community. And we have to have connection for that to take place. And I always think of it this way, purpose in, in the book, The Pockets of Prosperity, purpose and connection are a balancing pair. They work together. You can't walk out your purpose without a community of people to help and to help you. Because your purpose is meant to serve the community, and it's the community that also brings out the best in your purpose. Because as you build connections with that community, you can create things that you couldn't create on your own. You can't walk out that purpose in isolation. It takes a community to bring it to pass. And so some ideas to think about. What are the benefits of connection? I'm sure there's a lot of other benefits that you guys could think of too, but here's a, these are just a few that came to mind as I was thinking about this. But in this world, everything is connection. Everything is connected. We have a teaching we call points, waves, and cycles. And this works for the good, but it also works in the negative as well. And it's an important principle to keep in mind, which is that if you get the points right, you get one point right, you get one thing right, it sets in motion waves of good things, which eventually leads to cycles of bigger things happening in our life. Changing one point. For example, you start, I've seen this in the gym environment a lot of times. People will start exercising. And then all of a sudden, they get that one point right. They have more energy. They start eating better. They feel better. Now they're doing better at their work. Now they're keeping their house cleaner. Now they're being more present with their family. They get the one point right. It sets in motion this whole virtuous cycle. It's like a domino effect. You hit the first one and then everything else starts to move from there. You know, in our, in our world today, people talk about the butterfly effect. You know, a butterfly flapping its wings somewhere across the world causes changes on the other side of the world. Little things. We get one little thing right. It causes changes. It causes chain reactions in our life. Now, as soon as we had this idea of doing the connection challenge, the very next day, I was doing a, a workout session on Zoom with a lady. And this lady had been a client for a long time, and she's done something. She plays what's called therapeutic music, where she will play music and she'll play it for very sick patients, hospice patients and things like that. And she'll play the music and she uses the music to bring about change in their physical body. It, she can slow down their heart rate or speed it up. She can do things with the music to impact their body. And she was telling me the very next day after we had the idea of the connection challenge, she was telling me the very next day that she had just finished taking a uh, or going to a seminar on this therapeutic music. And she said the last guy that got on was very interesting. He was talking about they're scientifically proving it now that if you just think about somebody and they did they did studies on this, they had somebody who was on the other side of the world. And one person would just think about that other person, their hearts would begin to beat on a similar rhythm. Their hearts would begin to entrain and become synchronized, become connected just by thinking about each other. And so I want you to think about that concept a little bit with connection, connection with God, just thinking about God, your heart can begin to entrain and get in rhythm with him. Thinking about those, your loved ones around you or the people that you're connected to in the community. You can begin to connect with them just by even begin to prioritize, begin to think about this in a little bit different way. So we're going to start with a prayer, just a short couple paragraph prayer here. And we're going to pray this prayer. 
And I'm going to take, if you have your stuff to take communion, you can follow along with me. I'm going to take communion over it just as a way to activate it for all of us. If you don't have your stuff tonight, that's no big deal. You can take communion over this prayer. I'm going to send you a printed version of it. You can read it and pray over it. And you can take communion over it, over it as a way to just activate it and kind of set it in motion. You know, communion. The Apostle Paul says every time we take communion, we're proclaiming the death of Jesus. And it's the death that activates all of the benefits. Think about a, a will or a inheritance. It's the death that activates the benefits and sets everything in motion. So I think of communion as kind of an activation. So we're going to pray this prayer. And then we're going to talk about how do we start to walk this out. And we're going to go through a progression. This week, we're going to work from the inside out. We're going to start with spiritual connection with God. It's connecting with God and connecting with our purpose. And then we're going to work it out. We're going to talk about next week. We're going to talk about spirit, soul, physical body, how our physical bodies work, how everything is connected in our physical bodies, spirit, soul, physical body. And then we're going to talk about connecting the next week after that. We're going to talk about connecting with our families and our loved ones and the people close to us. And then we're going to talk about connecting with the community of people around us and us ourselves becoming connectors for other people. And at the end of the month, we're going to take some time to kind of wrap it all together and share our results and talk about what we've experienced from walking this out. So we're going to get started with the prayer. Heavenly Father, Jesus said that if we abide in him, we can ask for anything we desire. Your word also says that we, if we walk in the light as you are in the light, that we have fellowship with you and with one another. And we're asking you to help us greatly increase our connection with you, ourselves, our loved ones, and the community of people around us, and to continue to grow in our connection from this point on, and to help us be great connectors for other people. We're also asking you to help us understand how everything in life is connected. And we pray that as we walk in increased connection, it would set in motion a virtuous cycle of good that helps us to walk out our purpose, increases our health, improves our families, open do opens doors of financial opportunity, helps us to create more order, increases our productivity and efficiency, and most importantly, helps build a beautiful, healthy community. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, so if you have your communion stuff, you can follow along with me here. So, Father, we just thank you for this connection challenge and this prayer that we have here. And we thank you that on the night Jesus was betrayed, he took the bread and said, this is my body broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Just take a moment to remember. God sent us his one and only son to die for our sins. He poured the cup of his wrath onto his body. He was crushed and destroyed by God. He was separated from God so that we could be connected back to him. He's raised up from the dead and he's seated in heavenly places at God's right hand. And he raises us up with him and seated us together with him in heavenly places. And all through his one sacrifice, he makes us right and holy and perfect with God. So, Father, we thank you for this bread and ask you to bless it in Jesus' name. If you have your bread, you can take your bread.
Then after supper, Jesus took the cup. He said, this is the cup of the new covenant. In my blood, pour it out for the forgiveness of sins for many. It's the forgiveness of sins that releases us from darkness, transfers us into the light, into the kingdom of Jesus. And he's a great king. He's a great king. He's the Lord of lords, the king of kings. His blood washes us and cleanses us, gives us this new covenant with God, this personal relationship with him. This blood sworn oath that God is with us and for us. He's working for our good and we're supposed to live this life connected with him. So Father, we thank you for this cup and ask you to bless it in Jesus name. If you have a juice, you can take a juice. All right. So let's talk about some principles of connection. How are we going to walk this out? First John 1, 7 says that if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with God. We have fellowship with people. We talk a lot about walking in the light. Stay in position in the light every day. Walking in humility, walking in forgiveness, walking in love, staying in praise and gratitude, staying connected to him, walking in fellowship with him and fellowship with people. One of the biggest symptoms I've learned that we're not walking in the light is we have broken fellowship. We feel like maybe God's against us. He's holding something against us or we have that lack of fellowship with somebody. There's a strain in the relationship somewhere. If we walk in the light, we have fellowship with God, fellowship with people. Then Hebrews 10, 25 says, do not forsake this assembling of yourselves together. Do not forsake connecting, assembling yourselves together, which some people are in the habit of doing. So one of our goals over this month is to make connection a habit, to make it a priority and to make it a habit. I want you to think about the body of Christ, many parts to the body. There's eyes and ears and legs and arms and Livers and kidneys, there's all kinds of parts to the bodies, but they're all meant to work together. We have all got different roles. We've all got different purposes in that body. We've all got a unique purpose to walk out, but it's meant to be walked out in a community that's connected. Now, the other principle of connection I want to, to make sure we touch on is connection is unique. Every different connection that you have is a little bit unique. For example, the way you connect with God is probably a little bit different than the way I connect with God. Every connection is unique. I've got three kids. The way I connect with each of those kids is a little different. The way God connects with each of his kids is a little different. And so every relationship has a little bit of a unique connection. That's an important part to keep in mind as well. But another concept I want you to think about is when I think of the community blueprint. Community is the seventh room. And in my book, Cracking Heaven's Code, we talk about the number seven is symbolic of it's wrapping everything all together. It's combining everything together all into one. And so when I think of the idea of table turners, we've got a lot of different table turners for the different blueprints that we have. I think connection and community combines all of these table turners together. All of these help us connect better. Communion, sharing meals together, one of the best ways to connect. One of the best ways to connect, daily communion with God, sharing meals together with people. 
the imagination and our emotions, those are great connectors as well. The imagination helps us build a bridge where we can see what's going on. We can build a bridge from what's happening in our spirit to see it showing up in the physical world. In the imagination, we can use our imagination to visualize other people's days so we can connect better with them. We can empathize and understand them better. We can use our imagination to do that. In the area of emotions, I believe the table turner is security. Feeling safe and secure. When we lack security, we don't want to connect. When we feel fearful or we don't trust somebody, we don't want to connect and we won't give them our presence. And the grace table turner is presence. Presence turns the tables and allows grace to flow in our life. But if we feel insecure, we feel threatened, we feel fearful or unsafe, we won't give people our presence. We won't do it. And then in the area of purpose, our table turner is scribing and working on our communication. Communication is a connection thing. Communication helps us to connect better. Becoming better listeners, better speakers, enhancing our communication skills helps us to connect better. In the area of health, we talk about health is a frequency. Health is a vibration. You think about when you connect with somebody, you're getting on the same wavelength with them. You're getting on the same page with them. You're getting aligned with them. You're getting on the same frequency with them. It's like you're tuning into the same channels they're on. In the area of family, we talk about it's cherishing. And I always use the definition to cherish people is to look into their life and find ways to give them the desires of their heart and to keep them from pain. To cherish somebody is to to step into their world, to understand them and know them so well that you can keep them from pain and give them the desires of their heart. It's a way that we can connect with people by cherishing them. In the area of finances, I believe the table turner is partnership. Partnering with people, connecting with people, and partnering with people is the thing that turns the tables. Getting in agreement and alignment with people is the thing that turns the tables financially. In the area of order, it's honoring others and honoring especially authority, uh, honoring levels of authority. It's really hard to connect with people if we're not going to honor people or if they don't honor us. It's hard to connect people. Pride and arrogance and those types of things will shut down connection pretty quick a lot of times. And then finally, the last one in the area of time is resting in our soul. I think one of the biggest things that keeps us from connecting is just we're too busy. We have all these things that we got to do and connection gets prioritized under all those other things when really it should actually be at the top. It should be up there pretty high on the list of creating connection. So what are some of the barriers? We talked about a few of them. Too busy. It's not a high enough priority. We get distracted. We got all these things that we want to do. We can get into pride that that keeps us from connecting or other people's pride. Sometimes we get fearful of other people judging us. Sometimes in interactions with people who are trying to connect, we don't listen well enough and we jump to conclusions and that blocks connections, fear and insecurity, all these types of things. So being connected is kind of a vulnerable place. It takes trust. It takes presence. It takes some transparency and vulnerability. And so a lot of times we try to, we try to hide it and fight against it, I think. So you got to create this kind of safe place where people feel uh, feel that they can connect safely. So what does it take to connect? It's got to be prioritized. 
takes presence. To truly connect requires presence, I believe. We often get too busy and we miss all kinds of opportunities. God's sending us opportunities every day. It's one of the concepts we're going to talk about. This He's, going to, he's sending opportunities to us every day to connect with him and with people. But a lot of times we miss them. And I'll give a couple of examples. So in the family blueprint, we talk about catching bids. So a bid is anytime somebody tries to connect with you. So your spouse says, hey, would you go for a walk with me? Or hey, would you do a Bible study with me? Or hey, would you come cook dinner with me? Your spouse tries to connect with you physically or your kids come and say, hey, come and play with me. Come do this with me. And a lot of times, I know I've been guilty of this. Oh, I'm too busy. I don't want to do that right now. I'm doing some other thing. We're scrolling on our phone. We're doing whatever. And we miss those opportunities to connect and to give that presence. And when we don't connect, when someone tries to connect with you and they don't connect, that's dishonoring. To not, when someone tries to connect with us and we don't connect, it's dishonoring to that person. It dis, it's discouraging to that person. So connection is very important. It builds courage in other people as well. And to give them that presence. Sometimes people just need your presence. They just need you to listen and listen with the intent to understand. Part of us being better connectors is just learning to listen better. And all this applies to me as well, too. i got to work on all these things, too. Having humility and honor for people. Becoming trustworthy. Creating a place where people can trust you. These are all keys to connection. And we also got to make sure we connect not always in the way that we prefer, but sometimes we got to connect in the way that the other person prefers. For example, we might want to connect with God in a certain way, but maybe he's saying, hey, I, I, I like to be connected with this way. Maybe you want to connect with one of your kids or your spouse. For example, I've got little girls and they like to play dolls. I don't like to play dolls that much personally, but I like to spend time with them. I like to connect with them. So I'll go play dolls with them. Sometimes I miss those bids that they throw that way, throw my way. But I'm learning more and more to prioritize that connection. So connecting with God. I heard someone say recently, just because things are common sense doesn't mean they're common practice. These are all basic, but I would say just fundamentals, just basic, basic things of how do we connect with God. You've got communion, taking communion regularly, studying his word, staying consistent in his word. You've got praying, you've got praising, just praising him consistently. You've got just time listening, just getting still, listening for him. You can be listening to faith-building messages. These are all ways that we can connect with God. And getting into a rhythm with this, a connection rhythm where we connect with him. And then there's also the way of just thinking about him. As you go throughout your day, just spend some time. We talked about your our hearts in train. As you're going throughout the day, you're washing the dishes, you're doing your work, you're driving in your car, just think about him. Praise him. Think about him. Talk with him. Pray. Just basic, simple ways. How do we get connected with him? We take communion, study his word, we pray, we praise, we listen, we take action on those things that we know to do. Just very, very basic fundamentals. And that's not the hard part. The challenging part is 
how I want us to connect with God. I want us to connect with God, especially over this week. We're going to put a focus on it this week. Connecting on a deeper level. So that means when you take your communion, when you study his word, when you pray, when you praise, how present are you? We go back to this list. How present are you? Are you listening? Are you reading his word to truly understand? Are you approaching his word with humility and honor and reverence? Are we building that trust with God? These are the keys to connection, I think. Because we could read his word over and over and not get anything out of it. We could pray, but not truly pray in faith, not grow our relationship with him and not get anything out of it. But it's truly connecting with him. Bring in that presence and that understanding and that honor and the reverence and the humility into those times of connecting with him. That's the challenge. Because I think most of you guys on here already, you're already doing a lot of these things consistently. I'm already doing these things consistently. But we want to take it to a new level. And I think it comes through bringing a different way that we practice these into them. Practicing the right way. So here's some action steps. Oh, we got one more step here. Purpose. We talked about connecting with our purpose. As you get connected with him deeper, you're going to connect with your purpose more. He's got a unique purpose for you. And as you connect with him, it's just part of who he is. He's going to show you what that is. Now, we talked about one of the, the table turners in that area is just scribing the Bible, just hand copying passages of scripture and then reading them out loud. It's a way to slow down. It gets us more present, helps us understand his word more. In the Proverbs, it tells us that our purpose is in the deep waters of our heart. And then another proverb says we pull it out with our words. So as we connect with him through prayer, through journaling, through praising, through scribing, these are all words. We can begin to pull that purpose out of our hearts and get clear on it as well. So action steps. I'm going to send you, hopefully sometime tomorrow, a printed version of that prayer. And I'm going to have my signature on it. Because I like to do, the way I like to do it is I like to pray things. I like to sign them. I like to take communion over them. Now, you don't have to do it, but if you want to do it, I'm going to put a place on there. You can sign your signature on it. You can take communion over it if you haven't done so already. And if you want to, you can email it back to me so I know that we're in agreement on what we're believing for this month. And then as we go through our journals, our journal filter for this month. And what is a filter? A filter is just, you're going to keep rewriting this phrase. I want you to think about this. I want this phrase, prioritize connection, prioritize connection, prioritize connection to be coming out of your hand in writing every day and to be speaking it every day because it gets established through physicalizing it out into the world. Just thinking about it is not the same when you physically write it down and you speak it. So the way I do this every night in my journal, I've got a couple of filters. I do one for the big picture, one for this year, one for this month, one for this week. My filter this month, every night I'm going to be writing this, prioritize connection, prioritize connection, prioritize. And it just keeps it top of mind every day. And then I want you looking for opportunities, just all throughout the day. How can you connect with God? Just thinking of him, praising him, spending time in his word. And let's put an emphasis on truly connecting, not just reading our Bible, not just praying, on truly connecting with him in those times. Be present with him, listen for him. Get connected to him because everything flows from the inside out. We get connected with him first 
That's going to be that domino that just sets in motion a whole lot of other good stuff. So I'm going to open it up and we can discuss a little bit and see what you guys got coming to mind. <laughs> 